Uh, hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, everybody. And today, we're coming at you in 3D. Somehow. Although, if you're Whoa. not watching it in 3D, it just looks like a really stupid movie. <laughs> Yeah, when I was going to say your favorite film franchise is not Dayton's, as it's Friday the 13th Part 3. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's that one where Jason uh, goes around and he kills uh, not camp counselors this time. Mm-mm. We're moving forward. As a, as, <laughs> We're as moving a beyond. We're evolving. Uh, yeah. Um, this is 1982. Uh, directed by Steve Miner, and uh, uh, I, I believe uh, in, in our pre-production call here, Dayton absolutely hated this. This is his piece of shit. This sucks. This absolutely blows. Did you, did, uh, tell you what, did you watch the last one? You saw this movie. Did you watch see the one before that? Unfortunately, you saw this movie. Does everything again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure does. This is a uh, trilogy of sameness. Yeah, it's like the hangover. Yeah. That's not a good thing. <laughs> how did how did this rise to the level this made money? How the fuck did were people hoodwinked again into coming to the theater? You know He's wearing a hockey mask now. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> this isn't oh my god. What? Um I think that if, if you put yourself in the context of 1980 and you don't have a VCR, so you can't, like, the movie theater is the only time you get to see these. So seeing them, like, once a year is adequate. Yeah, that's a really good word for it. It's adequate. A- this it's is adequate. adequate. This is an <laughs> adequate curse, everybody. It's got it's got a mediocrity <laughs> curse. It's got a same curse. Uh, I uh, I was gonna say the next one uh, at least tries for something different. It's the final chapter. It says so in the name. <laughs> yeah, that there's like seven more movies. <laughs> it's the final one. <laughs> this is the final. This is the final stop. <laughs> we don't have to go beyond this. Yeah, but uh, no, this is this is this is big. Uh, this is this is big because now. We get Jason as he appears. I'm going to get like final for his most iconic form. Yeah, he finally gets the trades his burlap sack for a hockey mask. And it's uh, it's a big deal. He's uh, and I, yeah, I was like, cool. I guess if I had started here, this would have just probably been like, yeah, this is fine. If I hadn't have done this already, <laughs> it's not the the novelty wears off very quickly. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I definitely understand. Um, as the movie begins with another recap of uh, Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Did you watch two. the last one? <laughs> well, get hold on to your seatbelts because we're in for what five minutes? The last five Buckle minutes. Buckle up. Buckle up, buckaroos. It's not the last five minutes because we don't get the fake out where the redneck Jason jumps out of the window. Oh, yeah, that's right. But basically we get the the denouement of part two. And I hate it. 
yeah. yeah. We get Bobby's to see the big surprise twist. for you. Puts on the jacket and you know, the... nearly fakes out Jason and it's uh yeah. And if we were a better podcast, we would just copy and paste the last few minutes of our reviews. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just do that, but we're not going to. No, we're going to be original. We're going to plow new territory. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jason uh, gets incapacitated, and uh, yeah, this movie—it's not immediately clear, uh, but this is the next day. This is Saturday the fourteenth. What really? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, no, it's like. Well, I guess that makes sense because there, there, there's a lot of mention of the previous, you know, the murders in the area, yada yada yada. So I guess that that I thought it was like a week later. So that's fine. No, this is uh, this is Saturday the fourteenth, nineteen eighty-five. So wait, he has a he has a massive wound in his chest from when Jedi stabbed him with the machete. Yes, he's fine. Okay, yeah, it's Jason. It's whatever. He's he's he is a okay. Well, but, he spends most of the movie just kind of stalking. Yeah, waiting. Um, but before we get that, yeah, we do see Jason get up because he's stabbed in the back by Jetty over a matter of eighty dollars. <laughs> what yeah. kind of a future do you call that? Yeah, and uh, and we get the sick disco theme. That made me laugh. I was like. <laughs> What the actual fuck? We get funky disco music while we're staring at Pamela Voorhees' decomposed face. Yeah. No, I, and I swear to God, at some point there was a shot, because it looks like that's just some dude's like, uh, uh, like makeup applied to some dude, not like it's a prop. And I swear to God, at one point there was a thing with the eyes opening. Uh, and that was supposed to be the jump scare. But yeah, and also, did I mention this movie's in 3D? It's in 3D. And as the, the credits are going to make you feel it, everybody. They're going to jump the, right out at you. Uh, the 3D is, in a movie that's very saving, one of the worst things about this movie. Yeah. Makes it really um, funny if you're not watching it in 3D, which I, of course, wasn't. No, because I just rented it. They didn't give me enough 3D glasses. Well, yeah, that would have been nice if my rent rent if, uh, if the rental came with 3D glasses. Then I would have watched it in 3D and hated it even more. In the third dimension, <laughs> yeah, hatred in the third dimension, and like, yeah, you can tell when the 3D shit's about to come up too, because the film just looks much shittier. Like the quality drops well, or, like and- this. Yeah, well, the quality drops, and then because the things that they're going to be 3Ding are shot in such a way that it's like the camera's perfectly still while one thing is like directly at the camera. Yeah. Be it the ends of objects, yo yo's, oranges, (laughs) apples. And like, I'm stealing this, but uh, from from dead meat who does a better send up on all of this but anytime they did the 3d you'd just be like whoa (laughs) (laughs) and i just every time i just kept thinking that in my head like whoa yeah but i i love the disco 3d credits the disco theme is my favorite part of this movie that was that was pleasant if off-putting you know that's how most people describe me on uh, Tinder. <laughs> that's how they describe you on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, it's pleasant, but off-putting. <laughs> uh, 
so we open on a, I said this was a Crystal Lake dive bar, but it's more of like a grocery store. It looked like a bar from the outset. Uh, as we it's got, all uh, the same thing. Uh, it's got Harold. <laughs> These and, two fucking idiots. And his wife, I said Maud. Uh, <laughs> Maud! Yeah. Archie's <laughs> gonna be running away here. Uh, oh, you know, it's, uh, they, they have a dysfunctional, kind of shitty boomer relationship. I don't and... know. It just, like, it seems like, I don't even know what her name is. Edith. Edith. Edith is like, Harold, you're an idiot. And Harold does not prove her otherwise at any point before he's uh, executed. Yeah, and, and we see that Jason, this is to, to set up the fact that Jason changed the clo- changes his clothes, because Harold's apparently a, a fucking just a mountain of a man like a golem <laughs> or he buys like you know five sizes too big clothes yeah um, maybe we don't know but yeah this is where we get um the backstory because the news cameras are right on uh Pakinac lodge and uh, like jenny the soul sur- like they didn't say she's a sole survivor they left it ambiguous about our boy <laughs> steve soul- holt he's dead you have to steve paul, holt made it paul holt died uh, <laughs> got uh at the pancake whack ranch or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Those pancakes are whack. <laughs> so delicious. We have them. Was died. Uh, yeah. Um, well, that's why yeah, I that's... felt like it was like a week later because it was just on the just covered on the. But like no, I said, they, that, that, that doesn't. They said that that happened last night. Like it was mm. like carnage last night. As this uh, this happened, and. I want to say, yeah, it's like the next day and, and probably a day later, to be honest with you. It's probably, I'm, if anything, it's Sunday the 15th <laughs> because yeah. they die at night and then the next morning, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so Harold, it wraps up on a Monday, so it is like the hangover. Mm-hmm. Harold, you know, he does uh, things that we're all very familiar with, eating fish food. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, eating like, random shit in his grocery just, store. Just grazing his own wares. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, like, drinking the orange juice and putting it back. Yeah, like, Quality what, control is what, what they call it. What the fuck? You are an idiot, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife has a point. And... It's like, Harold, you're supposed to be losing weight. And he's like, I'm going to eat more of these donuts. <laughs> like, I'm going to eat some fish food. That yeah, won't we weigh get... nothing. He has like a bunny, apparently. Like, what the fuck's up I, with the I, bunny? I didn't know what was going on at first. I was like, "Is this like some sort of weird grocery pet store, or do they just have a rabbit for some reason?" It's like, oh, the rabbit got into the produce again. As this is a an occurrence, verminous rabbits <laughs> eating your produce at your grocery store. Yeah, you know, New Jersey, you leave the door open, and those fucking rabbits will come in and eat all your uh. stuff. Fucking third-dimensional varmints coming in <laughs> eating my plant life. In Joycey, of all places. And uh, Harold goes, like, okay, I'll take you back, Mr. Bunny, back to this garage. And then a snake comes at him. Whoa! Mm-hmm. And then we get to the real things that Harold needs to be doing. Like taking a shit while chugging <laughs> Jack Daniels. That's all. That's a feature of this movie where we get to just hang out with people while they poop. Multiple people <laughs> taking multiple shits. 
I hate this movie, Devin. Yeah. <laughs> the third dimension. This is what people are going to want to see. Yeah, why don't we see the head dropping towards our screen? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Matt, everyone just has to take a Bondo Duke, and uh, we got to be there for it. And uh, yeah, while he's out in his... Everyone also in New Jersey, I'm just forced to believe that everywhere also has, like, outhouses, and just everywhere's like that. Nowhere in New Jersey has connected (laughs) bathrooms. (laughs) They're still pretty far behind in the times in Newark. Uh... Yeah, because, like, this place has a disconnected bathroom, and I'm like, dude, you live here. Yeah. Like, this is, what a pain in the ass. (laughs) Like, why is it like this? It's 1985 in the movie's canon. Yeah, technically, we're in the future. I mean, even by the 80s, even by the 80s, New Jersey had shit with uh, connected plumbing. Indoor plumbing. Pump the shit right out of your house. Like, are we led to believe that, what, like, just downtown uh, Jersey City, people are just flinging shit out in buckets onto the street like it's fucking 1600s I think that's just... London? I think that's just New Jersey now. <laughs> yeah, same deal. And then they just like shout, fuck you! Fuck that's how off. it works. <laughs> I'm shitting you! Uh, but yeah, he, he hears a noise and he goes to investigate without flushing or wiping or anything. He just pulls his pants up and just goes. Again, another occurrence that happens a lot in this movie. At least more, to, I'm just like, not a good huh. rep for New Jersey. Makes you all look like goddamn cavemen. <laughs> oh, the old, the old no wiper, huh? I just, uh, yeah, that's wa- organic. Yeah, walking around like you don't care if you itch. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's well, at least one of us appreciates it. But uh... yeah, and he walks out, then uh, then he gets cleaved. Yeah. Just unceremoniously cleaved by uh an unmasked jason Voorhees, mm-hmm. um and then uh mod goes to investigate and he's like it smells like shit in here. <laughs> it smells like shit and death and then uh, uh there's a rat and mm-hmm. rats in the third dimension whoa mm-hmm. and then she gets needled is what i had like it's just a needle comes like flying <laughs> right at I don't know what it was. I was like, is that like, it was in the third dimension. So I didn't know. Like, is Jason taking up like knitting? <laughs> yeah. He just found it. was like, he also just has incredible fucking John Wick as knife throwing skills. Jason. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. He spends nothing but all time in the woods, just terrorizing people and practicing his knife work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And that, uh, that's our opening too. And, uh, now it's 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 teens in a van. <clears throat> yeah, we get a we get a Scooby van full of victims. A, a pretty sick van, uh, and uh, they're talking about all the things they're gonna do, like you know, sex and drugs, and mm. you know, it's pretty normal. Usual New Jersey teenager fair, I, slasher victim <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah. What is this vague dialogue about sex and drugs? Are we in a horror film? <laughs> we need to we need to re- reassess because we might end up dead here soon. That's what so, the the lady's mom was like. Oh, you guys are talking about uh, vague sex and drugs. My daughter needs to live. She needs to stay here. Then you know Velma or what's her name Vera. This is oh. a bit later, but I'm making a point that like that lady had a point. 
<laughs> oh, so did Vera. Right through her eye. Oh, yeah. Poor kid. Oh, oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, who are our people? Um, I don't let's know. see. I didn't write them down. Um, so we're just going to go from memory. We got the the our sole survivor, Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris Higgins. Because this is Higgins Haven. And I just Higgins, remembered that. Higgins it Haven. Is, it is I know Higgins it's not, Haven. I know we're not on Crystal Lake or not at usual. Well, I, I believe we are on Crystal Lake, just a different spot in Again, Crystal Lake. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So Higgins, Higgins what? Haven. Haven. Yeah, Haven it's a, for all that money, all that money he got helping out Magnum. He funneled it <laughs> to land in New Jersey. Higgins. But and was, uh, oh, never mind. Anyway. we got uh, the couple. Uh, the hippie we, and the other. No, hippie? no, no. We got handstands and pregnant girl. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, handstander man, and yeah, his uh, his pregnant lady. Who it's like, yeah. They don't. It's kind of like a throwaway thing that she's preggers to the mm-hmm. point where I was like, did this improve the movie that she's pregnant? Yeah, is that just to like stick in our mind of like Jason, you monster? Like. As though the fucking multiple murders didn't give him enough heat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is just a just a throwaway thing. Yeah, they got we got the stoner couple yeah. who are noticeably older, and I don't really know what their dynamic is with the rest of these teens. Oh, they're just hanging out, having a good time. They just you know, they, and they <clears throat> so all of the kids initially are out of the van, and then. They go, because ostensibly Handstand, oh, that's right, okay, so Handstand and his lady and Chris are walking out of the van, and then behind them a figure is Mm -hmm. uh, walking up, okay, and before, and we're getting a bit of background that they're gonna, you know, get this other girl for a blind date, right, and then the figure walking behind them raises up a knife and stabs Handstand in the back, but oh, it's a fake knife, and we get the wacky guy. Our wacky guy this time is Shelly. Shelly is a man that looks like Jonah Hill and Art Garfunkel had a child. <laughs> he's fucking, he's, uh, he's, he's the literal worst. The worst. Out he of all a... of the preceding, out of all of his preceding uh, uh, archetypal <laughs> douchebag yeah. pranksters of these ones, he so far is the worst. Oh man, we needed to add neurotic and incel as yeah. a as a descriptor for our wacky prank guy. Oh, I just uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't Shelley know why they put me up to the why we had to put him up on a blind date. She's not even blind. He doesn't <laughs> talk like this, but he might as fucking well. He, he should. It would make his character a tad more interesting because oh, he just does God. pranks. Like, aggressive pranks. He's an aggressive prankster. No, they're not aggressive pranks. They're stupid pranks. No, I'm saying they're stupid pranks, but he does so many aggressively. Oh, <laughs> okay. Like... I, I thought you were talking like you just walk up and like donkey punch the back of your head. <laughs> just a prank, bro. <laughs> yeah, just isn't it funny? Prank. It's all a matter of perspective. What's uh, bullying yeah. to you is a prank to me. <laughs> Shelly uh, is constantly down on himself. 
Uh, and that that's a trait that could be okay if he yeah. had other likable qualities, but he doesn't, and I don't know why anyone's friends with him enough to take him anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> he should have been safe by virtue of being an unlikable hermit. They should have just left him stranded outside of Velma's house. Yeah, and I think she's Vera. I, I know, know, it's Vera she's... Velma. She's a nice, she's a nice, none of these people's names matter. She's <laughs> so... a nice Hispanic lady. Yeah. That's all we got. I, like, I don't. She's more interesting than Chris too. I wish she was the final girl. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cause she doesn't really have. That's the problem. Is most of these like don't even have like a, a thing, and yeah. it's still the formula, right? We still got prankster. We still got couple. We, we got, got final guy. girl. We got the yeah. final lady. Yeah. It's like, it, man, Cabin in the Woods really at a point here. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods cribs a lot from like this you know that's the this is like if anything this is like an archetypal slasher well, movie. It's, this is it's like formula this is pure formula yeah this is core, the this mario is, of yeah. slasher <laughs> movies it is not interesting it is exactly what it is this is like the basis of a plot that you would just deviate from to make interesting as other movies do later <laughs> like scream you know and yeah we'll have to do scream That'd those be would be fun. fun yeah yeah well i know we will we're uh, one of these days but it's yeah. just in the it's just in the how people complain about horror movies being samey this is the samiest of samey horror movies oh yeah it's the this most is, this generic is, this is fucking horror movie like checkbox plot kind of thing so yeah, so they they pick up the Hispanic girl. She argues with her mom. You think this could be a plot point? It never is. Nope. Uh, and she's, you know, they argue in in Espanol, and they're like, I don't know, I don't speak Spanish. And then, yeah, then it looks like the van's on fire. Yeah, but like it's just our two. Yeah, well, that's what the yeah. So we're here now. So like, yeah, the 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 handstand and are uh, and all of them walking back to the van. They're like, it's on fire, and they open it up, and then all of a sudden, because we didn't get any inclination that these two were here. Got a couple of fucking hippies just lighting up. Well, and like, like I said, they're <clears throat> noticeably older, and it's just like, why did you invite the thirty-five-year-old hippies in your twenty for their weed? I guess <laughs> that's the only reason. Because yeah, they, like I said, they are noticeably like the one guy who looks like Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. I just keep <laughs> thinking it's Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, his names. <laughs> I, I think their names are Chuck and Shelley. Yeah, that's and like... well, no, Shelley's the Shelley's the worst. He's he's Jufro. Yeah, Shelly Shelly is the is the prankster, but Chuck is the hippie, and I think his girlfriend's name's Chili. I think I thought it was uh, Brenda. I don't know. I was going off of TV tropes, and there's a Chili there, and I was like, that, that checks out. <laughs> I thought, isn't wouldn't that be? I don't know, man. I don't know. But yeah, they're they're doing like they got to drive now from wherever the fuck they are in New Jersey to Higgins Haven. And then the the super troopers fly by them, and the oh yeah, we get a we get a moment that I I re- I don't know if it's super troopers took off from them, but yeah, the they see cops driving up behind them, and they're like, eat the weed, eat the weed, do it, do it, eat the weed. I don't know if I am allergic to marijuana. Yeah, I don't eat all the pot brownies, and uh, yeah, so handstand. Uh, because that's his note of the only thing that he does. It I mean, he's true. also a juggler and yo-yo artist, I mm-hmm. suppose. Uh, 
handstand eats all the weed and they throw it all out and then it's like nope the cops are flying by because it's harold mod's shop where they're you know find their corpses mm-hmm. yeah then the the scooby van drives past the crime scene and they're just uh, <clears throat> uh chris looks over and it is like noticeably like oh no no and not the the murder police not the murder police <laughs> And uh, we also, I don't know if now's a good time, but uh, Chris has had uh, altercation with Jason before, I guess, two years before this. Yeah, she has trauma. Right now it's just vague, unspecified trauma. trauma. Yeah. Well, when we we got more into it, I wasn't, this is why I was kind of confused later, because for a little bit I was like, so was she, because for... A little while, because I was not paying much attention throughout this. Mm, uh, yeah, your, your eyes glazed over. It is just oh like, God. I don't. I just like, let's just, just let the murders happen, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that she was at the previous camp and had, like, survived. No. So I was like, is she from the pre? Yeah, so no. She just had a random encounter with Jason. Like, in uh, 1983, yeah, yes. like she's Arthur Morgan roaming around New Jersey. Yeah, um, yeah, she had a previous encounter with him, uh, and I guess we could talk about it here because she talks about it. We get a flashback mm-hmm. where it's just like, and his horrible face and his eyes and everything. Um, she goes off into it, and mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, and he. Last thing I remember, he's on top of me, and then I wake up in my bed. And I was like, did they just imply a sexual assault with Jason? I th- See, because I, I, was, I was reading up a bit, and apparently there was a bit more of that, but they kind of removed all those references, because that's too much for Jason as well. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, teen, uh, granted, teen that's, murderer. T- you can kill him, but don't don't sexually assault him. That's a bit too much. <laughs> you know, I kind of get that, though. I, I'm on like, board with that. That's fine. It kind of feels like it also gives him... Well, it just makes him feel more like a force of nature instead of just a predator. Yeah, is that? Like, I think that's a good difference, right? Like, he, he well, because it 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 like the fact that he just only kills them mm-hmm. makes it more scary. I don't know, and, and just yeah, it gives him like I don't know. Yeah, adding that element just makes it skeevy and worse. Yeah, like you because I don't know because in something like. Uh, in something like uh, Freddy versus Jason, you can almost root for Jason because he doesn't do shit like that. Because he's more of a, like a, like I said, a force of nature kind of evil. Where you know, it's easy to just root against Freddy because he does all that shit anyway. That's part of his what makes Freddy scary, as opposed to what makes Jason terrifying. Yeah, well, because Jason doesn't. I don't even think that he really enjoys it it's just something he does yeah i think like, well especially at that point it's just more of like he's like i said that force of nature mentality mm-hmm. not even like an animal just like has to kill the thing yeah he just because that's just what he does you know it's mm-hmm. kind of like a, a wolf or a robot yeah it's just because he does mm-hmm. like it doesn't really matter that's not why he does it you know um yeah uh and then they find a hobo in the road. Yep. <laughs> As you do, driving around New Jersey. He's our replacement Crazy Ralph. He's yeah. the Crazy Ralph we have at home. Mm-hmm. He's the and Crazy he's like, Ralph lying on the road, waiting to give uh, sage-like warnings. 
He found an eyeball. See? Whoa! Whoa! I'm going to hold it to the camera. I'm going to warn you. See? I warned him. Oh, death and destruction. I took an eyeball. From the crime scene, I guess. It's got a third dimensional curse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got a 3D curse. Whoa. Yeah, so here we are. Higgins Haven. It has a shitty bridge that uh, looks like it's barely holding on. Like, it's just, they didn't, like, tie the planks onto anything. They're just kind nope, of freestanding. Yeah, they just threw that shit on there. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. drive over it, I guess. And they, they get there, and everyone's like, oh, look, a shitty lake. Because, mm-hmm. like, that lake, they don't show it very much because it doesn't look good at all. Like, the location that they had doesn't make it. Like, the other two were lakes, mm-hmm. and you can see why you'd want to go out there and swim. Uh, this looks like a hole with water in it. <laughs> I didn't really think about it, but yeah, you're right. It is kind of just shittier in that regard. Because, um, yeah, they're like, they all like go off into the the background and it's like, oh, let's let's go skinny dip it and fuck around. And like, already? You just got here. You haven't even taken your bags out of the, the, your hippie stoner oh. Scooby van. Uh, Chris has got to take the bags out of the hippie stoner van. Mm. And yeah, that's... Uh, <clears throat> That's where we meet Rick. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rick. Yeah, so he grabs because he has the door open. Rick is uh, some guy who just lives here yep. or around the area. Or, or I guess he came here on Chris's invitation is what I gather from their I guess they're closet. like summer boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't I know. If that's, is that seasonal? I guess I, in New Jersey, part when you're part of the not camp counselor scene and just a regular civilian, maybe. Is that that's a lot, they have like a grease relationship where sure. they only... You know, bang in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, like, ah, oh, school started. We gotta stop. Mm-hmm. We're from two entirely different people. I wear flannel. You drive a van. <laughs> we, we come from two distinct out. worlds. <laughs> yeah, like I wear flannel. <laughs> <laughs> like that's. I don't know anything else about Rick. There's he nothing else to... about Rick to know. He's got an eyeball. We get to know he's, that. He's, no, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he wears flannel. He uh, he wants to bang Chris. That's all I got. Yeah. He's, oh, he's big. And, uh, he's gonna... a big strong boy. <laughs> he's a big. He's a big hay grabbing dude. And uh, he also uh, uh, gave up getting to hang out with that Mary Jo Conrad to hang out with Chris here. Hmm. Yep. That's yeah, because we see that because the next scene is is them talking and he's in the bar. Yeah, they're just, lifted. They show. Yeah, Chris, I guess, mentions that her dad's an idiot who just buys hay for a horse that he never buys, but every year he buys more hay. Because it's the barn. Just they just keep shit in this barn, like hay. <laughs> like, and also, where did they get the hay? Why are they putting the hay in there? Is it just been sitting around? Mm-hmm. Like. Well, they Rick had didn't a, take it. They, Rick fucking drives a VW bus. <laughs> no, well, no. Obviously, someone dropped off all the hay for her dad, and now they need to put the hay in the barn for the horse that's not there. Again, cannot stress this enough. Her father buys Just hay buys hay every year for a horse that he does not buy. So, as Chris mentions, it's a vicious circle. You figure it out, as I believe. I think what the main reason is, is that they needed some way to write off why they would have this hay scene. 
and not have a fucking horse because horses cost money that this movie does not have. No, I know. It was just so stupid to me. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) we need need all this fresh New Jersey hay to feed to our horses. Yeah. And we get other stuff too. Like the, the couple is sleeping in a hammock. Oh yeah. Like, listen, all of this stuff is just filler. Yeah. And it feels like like filler. filler. It's so fucking long to get to anything. <laughs> I think that's why they put in the last fucking 10 minutes from the first one, just so we have something. Yeah, but I tell you, nothing would have been better than the something they provided. Yeah, so uh, then Shelley decides to pull another one of his wacky, hilarious pranks where he fakes his own death. Oh, yeah, because they hear, a sc- like, uh, Chris hears a scream, goes to investigate, opens up a dresser, and then Shelly falls dead, and everybody's like, thank God that finally happened. <laughs> oh, oh, God, <laughs> I guess we have to mourn him. <laughs> don't touch him. Don't, and, uh, don't touch him. Yeah, and, and Handstand tickles him, and he's like, oh, I got you good, I got you good, you guys. And we're like, and like Shelly, why do we even bring you along? We fucking hate you. Yeah, you suck, Shelly. I wish that when Shelly finally died, we could have had a moment where Handstand tickled him and he was in, he didn't, yeah, uh, just, he didn't uh, want to tickle back. And yeah, there, I wish Shelly's death was much more brutal. Yeah, yeah, that would have made this movie, given this movie uh, some points. Take the most annoying asshole and just vaporize him. Just fucking push him into a wood chipper, Fargo style. some other, like, listen... Like, of all the characters, I guess I like Chuck and Chili the most because uh, they're just the most, like, neutral, chill, well, Chili characters. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They don't deserve the horrible deaths they get. No. No, they die fucking horribly horrible and death. brutal. Horrible. And, like, <laughs> and they didn't really do anything. They <laughs> just weed. And that was their last fucking mistake. Uh, <laughs> this is a reefer madness. Oh, yeah. Also, man, we've been cutting it out because, like, we're kind of going, like, if we de- detailed out the minutiae of this movie, ugh. But, um, yeah, no, Shelly's like, oh, they went skinny dipping, but I wasn't so skinny. And it's just like, I hate you, dude. Just fucking. Just, just go away. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good news, though. Shelly and uh, the Hispanic lady, they, they got to get out of here. They've been there for a grand total of two hours. They've had it. <laughs> They've had it. They're going to go get some groceries at the local store. Convenience store, I, I guess. guess. I don't know. Where uh, yeah, this is the this is the blind date. These two have been set up. Uh, I feel bad for the Hispanic girl because it's just like, you know who we think you'd like? Shelly, which is just a condemnation on her character. Exactly. Like. She doesn't deserve Shelly. No one deserves Shelly. No one. This uh, has a Shelly curse. This has a Shelly curse. It's <laughs> the fucking worst. Shelly's fucking terrible. They leave in Rick's VW Beetle, and they go to the store where Shelly decides to look at pornography. <laughs> like, he's looking at, he's looking at, like, a Jugs magazine. Yeah, you know, some and, of that nice, tasteful convenience store pornography they have there on the stands in New Jersey. They used to have it, you know? know. Back when, uh, you know, they, they'd have it up there. You could buy that top shelf pornography and they just let you have free looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but it's really good to impress your date by letting her know that you're interested in, in sexual activities by looking at porn in her presence. <laughs> well, she, she can't afford the groceries that she's buying, so she needs Shelly's money, and Shelly tosses it in front of us. Whoa! Oh, yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ, that's right. And uh, then our bikers come in. Yep, we got a trio of bikers. Oh, and also the the store clerk is casually racist. Oh, yeah. Which is 1980s casual racism. Yeah, the bikers are here because this kill count wasn't big, big enough. We needed more unlikable people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are Fox, yep. Loco, and Ollie. Ollie. There you go. That's about all you need to know about them. And they're they're kind of dicks. Yeah, they're just they're they're just assholes. You know, general 1980s punks are a generic bad guy kind of thing, mm-hmm. where it's just like, ah, I will, I'll take this wallet, and it's like, I believe that's my wallet, and then they lift him up like it's high school or something. I don't know what, like they just pick him up. Yeah, <laughs> he must weigh like weightless. Shelly. Yeah, and. Uh, He's like, I guess I can have the wallet. And yeah, so they try to get out of there. Shelly can't drive, uh, so he rams into the back of their bikes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that causes Ollie to walk out. and uh, Or he walked out earlier. He backed into the bike. He drove off and stopped. Because right. Ollie stops them, yeah. yeah. And then he just smiles and, and breaks their windows. Yeah, and I just... I. Why did you stop, you dummy? Yeah, swerve. Swerve, Shelly. And, uh... Yeah, so Yeah, the windows get broken. Yep, and then uh, Shelly's like, I'm not gonna take this anymore. And then he, uh, ran into the the bike. Yeah, runs their bikes. Yeah. And then he drives off. Mm -hmm. Can you believe I did that? I can't believe I did that. Yeah, I know, Shelly. You're the fucking worst. Yeah. Um, so now we get... We cut to the other, the other. Uh, I was gonna call them campers. Uh, I guess they are. It's not really a camp. It's a big house. Yeah, it's a haven uh, for Higginses. Higgins, and it's uh, it's yo-yo time. <laughs> it's yo-yo time. He's just like, oh, is this annoying? Yeah. Ooh, and it's Look in front of the camera. Yo-yo, yo-yo. And it's really fucking out of place in a, in a fucking full-ass movie that isn't in 3D. Well, you could, you could just tell, like, yep, this is one of those made-for-3D moments. Yep. And uh, the girl's like, please fuck off with this yo-yo. I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Before I take that yo-yo and ram it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me regret accepting your seed. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm, slowly that yo-yo is making me regret that our coupling will yield a child <laughs> uh, it won't uh, <laughs> it's like, at this point they don't know that so I'm giving them the benefit of their existence yeah and Shelly uh, gets back and Rick's like what happened to my fucking car and he's, <laughs> he's like, like oh. I tried to buy groceries in New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weekly occurrence I ran into some bikers don't worry some new windows it'll buff right out and he hands yeah. back the keys and doesn't offer to pay and walks really fucking satisfied with himself and I'm like you are the fucking worst Shelly why did the- anybody bring you along and if Rick just has this look of just like, I wouldn't have given them the fucking keys had I known Shelly was driving. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and Rick is at it because uh, his card's all fucked, and he's just like, I need to get out of here. They're like, I'm not getting late for Chris. <laughs> I'm losing my fucking windows. Yeah. You know? Joseph Conrad would have put out. <laughs> <laughs> would have given me a heart of darkness. <laughs> uh, Joseph and Hi, Mary Joe Conrad. <laughs> Hi, bro, literary humor right there. Did you expect that for Friday the 13th? Um, I didn't. <coughs> I didn't either. Mary Joseph Conrad. Uh, yeah, so uh, the bikers have, have found their way to the camp. Uh, yeah, there's other, there's other shit too, but, uh, they find their way and then they start like siphoning gas from the van, which is a process because this thing accepts like a (laughs) hundred gallons of gas. (laughs) Two huge fucking things worth of gas. Giant jerry cans worth of gas. Because <laughs> this thing is built for invading Normandy. <laughs> no, the problem is it's a 1980s van. It gets three feet to the gallon, so they need to load it up. They don't even like fuel efficiency. The fuck is that? Yeah, this thing's just made of gasoline. <laughs> Gasoline's going to last forever. <laughs> Bathe in it. Drink it. Worship gasoline at the place of your choosing. <laughs> oh, hail gasoline. <laughs> and then Fox uh, decides to wander into the barn because she's never seen one of those before. And... Yep. A uh, fox who's got to be fucking incredibly warm in the all-weather she's outfit be, that she's yeah. wearing. Oh, man, that's got to suck. She is wearing leather pants Leather high heel boots and a leather jacket. And, and I'm a like, bandana. She's got to be boiling. It's got to be so fucking warm in that thing. Yeah. And the barn is not going to help. Nope. And she goes in and she's like, yeah, take this. And she like knocks over some hay. And uh, she's uh, like, look at these white people and their white people barns. <laughs> like, uh, and, and like, I don't know. She just dicks it. She doesn't really do anything. Just that fucks around and finds out and she gets to the top and starts swinging on the the rope lift that they have for the hay and she's like this is great and uh loco is just like hey what the fuck are you get the fuck out of there yeah and uh loco goes into the bar like grabs the gasoline i believe they're trying to burn down their bar as final retaliation (laughs) yeah that was because at first i was like okay steal their gas i guess that's like fair and then I thought, yeah, I was I was going to ask you, are, were they going to burn the barn down? My my thought was that they were going to burn the barn okay. to the fucking ground. And so Loco looks around, and he and then he eventually finds that uh, Fox has been pinned to the one of the rafters, mm-hmm. and then he gets pitchforked. Yep. Um, by uh, still as of yet unmasked Jason. Yes. And Ollie is just like, what the fuck's up with my biker gang? Mm-hmm. And he goes in and then is, is, is pretty much beat down by Jason. Yeah, and we presume that just because he, he gets clubbed in the head. We don't repeatedly, see it, but it's yeah. repeatedly like blunted. And so just assume that that guy is just out of the game for the rest of the film. Yep. Uh, and yeah, now... It's the nighttime, which is the right. Other things happen, you know, like handstands like, oh, I should go into the barn. We can have a roll in the hay. And Jason's like looking like, yes, go into the barn. Yeah, roll in the pay. Roll in all the hay. <laughs> I, I will find you. <laughs> you will be a victim in the haystack. 
And uh, Carl's like, no, let's not. And he's like, okay, better walk on my hands. Yeah. This is his defining characteristic. He is everything that Mark wasn't in the last one. Which one's Mark? He was the one in the wheelchair. Oh! Sorry, I forget them. They're so... Mm -hmm. Not people. I feel like Uh, slowly I'm just going to have these just faces and names just embedded in my memory from watching these movies, and it's going to be completely useless. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's night has has fallen. The stoners are stoned. (laughs) I... that's it they're just kind of there like man these guys are great sorry it's just uh, the the sun is the sun has uh has gone down the stoners are stoned the fuckers are fucking the viewers <laughs> are arguing night has, has beset the camp it was the night before carnage and all through the house these two creatures were fucking yeah the the stoners are just baked out of their mind like that that's their defining characteristic we don't really i you know at first i thought they were just like props Mm -hmm. because they don't have lines or anything uh, (laughs) until later in the movie well they like they just kind of disappear until we go into the house where all they've been doing is just sitting not watching tv just getting high yeah it's like yeah man getting high is so much better out in the woods man we couldn't have done this anywhere else yeah and uh yeah this is where rick and chris go uh to a water wheel or something and rick just decides you know what i need to do for light just keep my v-dev uh just lit up and uh while chris Chris goes on this long story about how she's horribly abused by some man in the woods and that's why she's all fucked up Mm -hmm. because she has trauma uh he's just like wow man i respect that yeah that's really anyway, neat, man. Anyway, uh, my battery's dead, so I guess we got to walk. Yeah, so uh, it's a real bummer. Let's go. Yeah, that's that's it. There's really there's it's it's uh, the man is uh, Rick is uh, very flat. Rick is um, he's yeah. a prop, really. I mean, Rick is just at least the stoners got stoned. Rick doesn't do anything. Man, I feel bad for Rick. That's I feel a man bad just... for I feel bad for Rick and the stoners. That's a man who just wanted to reconnect with a lost flame and ends up, you know, just absolutely crushed. Oh. Uh, anyway, there's a juggling contest. Mm-hmm. Whoa! And who's the better juggler? It's apples and oranges. I couldn't even compare them. And yeah, Preggers is just like, hey, stop this juggling. We're going to go fuck. And he's like. <laughs> All right. Then, well, I guess oranges wins this round. <laughs> and Shelly tries making the worst, most half-assed pass yeah. at this Hispanic lady. And she's like, no, let me go outside and think about it. He's like, oh, bitch. bitch. That's why I was like, you little, you fucking hoser. Like, what you the are fuck? such the, you are the fucking worst. The I hate worst. this guy. Yeah, and yeah, they're, uh, now we get to the two and it's like, oh, how do we have sex in a hammock? And the, the girl's like, no, oh, I don't know. Either you get off top of me or I get on top of you. I mean, really, haven't you done this before? And yeah. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a nice. I yeah, get that it. was that, funny. That got a laugh. Um, there are some, there are some genuinely good lines in this. I'll give them, I'll give them that. Like the stoners later and the, the scream bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, let's see, where are we here? Uh, well, uh, right now, uh, oh, I think uh, Shelly's about to get. Uh, no, this isn't it. Mm-mm. I got Stoner in the outhouse next. <laughs> oh, see, okay, so I got a bit confused there because I was like, doesn't that happen? Okay, no, yeah, so now, yeah, now this is our second chance to watch. We get to watch the hippie poop. Yeah. But, oh, also, this was another thing. This movie, surprisingly, like, no titillation or anything. Like, there isn't, like, the obvious, like, oh, here's the whole bunch of naked chicks. Thing. No, there's no, we're not, we're not uh, having a, uh, there's no 3D fucking shot of anybody's butt while they're walking. <laughs> Which I feel like if the last one, uh, the Mickey Mouse shirt girl, there'd be a 3D scene with her in this one, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like just. Doing, I was like, it, yeah, it was actually very restrained, which, I, yeah, I approve of that because I think the only like quasi titillating bit is when the the one lady uh, takes a shower. Yeah, and like it's shot in such a way that I think eventually you do see something, but it's not like no, it's, it's not, not gratuitous. gratuitous. Yeah, yeah, it's like just you know, fairly. Yeah, in in that regard, it's fairly tame. I don't know. I just felt like that was worth mentioning. No, that's that... actually kind of that was actually kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, so yes, as I'm saying this, yes, now we get our second shot of someone taking a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he's the uh, uh, Chuck is uh, taking a dump, and he lights up a joint, and then the outhouse shakes, and he's like, "That's some heavy shit." As <laughs> he drops a deuce. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, he uh, opens up the door because, uh, you know, that ass he, he's not shitting that hard. It shouldn't shake that much. Yeah, well, he doesn't wipe or anything. He just goes no. and investigates, pulls <laughs> up his pants and goes. Another one where it's like, well, that's the organic lifestyle, man. Yeah, man. You got to get that probiotics or whatever. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Super uh, gross. But, yeah, I mean, and, I don't know. Taking time to wipe, I feel like would be equally gross. You know, while we avoid this, don't have any shots of anybody pooping. Yeah, you know, he could have just gone outside to smoke a joint. Yeah, he could have done a lot of things. <laughs> a lot, uh, of, a lot of things went wrong. The hatch where the outhouse was supposed <laughs> to open didn't open in time. Speaking of the the door, also doesn't close to the outhouse. Did you notice that? There's like a huge, like wide open space where you can see not the moon mm-hmm. window bit, but like it doesn't close at all. So people yeah. are totally watching people poop. Well, and I was still just like, this place has like it's a multi story building with a fucking shower. Yeah, with a shower and a sink, so it has running water, but an outhouse. Again, are we just supposed to suppose that people in 1980s New Jersey just hadn't caught on yet? Toilets are just a new phenomenon, man. They're not going to catch on. <laughs> it's going nowhere. <laughs> it's just a fad. <laughs> Outhouses, that's where it's at. Uh, so, uh, the Hispanic girl uh, has nothing to do. Uh, so she just walks out onto the docks. And, and just starts sink, sitting and thinking, and then suddenly someone pops out from under, and it's 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 Shelly. But he's in a hockey mask this yeah. time. He's in a hockey mask and a, like a, one of those swim, like a diving suit. Yeah, like a dive. So he couldn't have just worn the diving suit when people went swimming. I don't know. Anyway, she's like Shelly, you piece of shit, motherfucker, asshole. Don't you ever do that again. Why do you do stupid shit like that? I hate you. I hope you die. I just want people to like me. And I was like, I was kind of liking you, Shelly. And I was like, no, you're not. No, you weren't. You're being kind. 
don't you piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. All right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he, Shelly is all dejected. He walks out into the barn, and I guess she still has his wallet. Uh, I don't know, but. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Shelly goes to, uh, he goes to the barn. He has the mask, though. Mm-hmm. This is the only remarkable thing about Shelly, despite the fact that he sucks. He has the mask, and he goes to the barn like, oh, I'm going to catch people in the thing, and he gets got. Mm -hmm. Uh, And kind of off-screen death, I don't think we see him get... No, that's why I was, like, confused, because I thought it happened. I don't know. Mm -mm. But, uh, yeah, so now, now, whenever we watch these movies, I get to look at that hockey mask and be reminded of that fucking douchebag. Yep, that's that douchebag's hockey mask. <laughs> it's like an asshole's hockey mask. He, he brought that hockey mask along specifically to fuck with people, too, because he was not going to play hockey. <laughs> no, he's never going to be a goalie. Mm-mm. If only The only reason he'd be a goalie is because he's so big, they hope the mask would block the net. <laughs> uh... I don't try to be normally that mean, but Shelly fucking sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. We we so, have uh, no mercy for Shelley Finkelstein. Uh, the we go back to the lady though at the dock, and she looks at Shelley's pictures, and it's like, oh well, maybe he's not that bad. And uh, no, 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 he's uh, not bad. He's he's definitely that bad. And she drops the wallet into the into the lake, and she tries like fishing it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as she does that, we see. Jason, mm-hmm. uh, walk out, finally, fully, like, revealed Jason. He'd been in the shadows this whole time. Yeah. To the left and hidden in the shadows. And he has the harpoon gun, so she's just like, Shelly? Shelly? And I'm like, this is, no. That is in no way Shelly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Can't you tell? You need to, and yeah, Jason's like, what? You need to get your eye checked. And he pulls out the harpoon gun and <laughs> shoots her right in the fucking eye. Yep. Like, Good God. Yeah, the harpoon gun. The harpoon goes right towards us. And another, whoa. Whoa. And yeah, she gets pretty graphically Mm -hmm. hit in the eye, I might add. No. How did she get that? And Shelly just got like the faintest, like, didn't even get machete. He got his, he got, he got throat slit. Yeah. Is what happens to him. Yeah, and also apparently lives for a long time because we follow along with different people as they do shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's, I don't know. Um, yeah, we also got some popcorn. That's another yeah. 3D moment. Yeah. yeah, the stone guys like popping, popping the corn and uh, eating it as it pops out of the thing. Yep, this movie uh, sure is in the third dimension. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and now. After all this time, which it's been like 20-ish minutes since we last saw Handstand and Preggers. <laughs> it sounds like a terrible cop duo. <laughs> it sounds like, a, sounds like a very weird search on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're uh, like, oh, all right, we're done with our hammock se- fucking session. I was like, that is a long time, sir. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, but... We looked at the clock and we realized that no two human beings could be queuing it in a hammock for that long. That's wow. 
And uh, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to go uh, get a beer. You want a beer? And she's like, yeah, I'll take a beer. And I'm like, you're pregnant. <laughs> or have you forgotten two? <laughs> it's like, she, yeah. Weird. Uh, she does. Uh, and, she does uh, say, though, never mind about that beer. I think I'm pregnant. Yeah. And he, he does a handstand because he's like, this is a trick I learned. And uh, she decides to take a shower. And there's a lot of like, are these psycho references? Like, because the know. shower's going and she's in the shower. And we get the musical sting. Maybe. Maybe that was Steve Miner's ode to a better movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as our our boy handstand is doing a handstand, he looks over and it's, it's Jason. And then he gets uh, split fucking- in half. Yeah, just horribly killed mm-hmm. in a way that, like, I don't feel like he deserved at all. No, he hadn't done anything except regretted bringing Shelly along. Mm-hmm. And we follow along with uh, with Preggers. Uh, she's very pregante, preggernat, if you will. And, uh, yeah, she's reading, uh, I noticed, a Fangoria magazine that yeah, had that an article cool. about Tom Savini. Yeah. And as she's reading it, uh, she notices, like, blood, which had been waiting to cool down. Yeah. Just for the right moment. You gotta set this up. It's all cinematic. Uh, Starts falling down. And then she gets Kevin Bacon killed. Mm -hmm. But I was like, how did she not notice Jason? Yeah, under the hammock. It's in a fucking hammock. It has holes. He's a a, fucking... Jason's dummy thick. (laughs) <laughs> there, was a, there was a there was a blanket in the hammock so he had natural uh camouflage cover he's, he's committed to full cover there's a fucking corpse leaking blood yeah there should and have been he's a pool just of fucking like that guy was split in half i mean there yeah. should have been tremendous like pourings of blood everywhere, everywhere. All over the fucking place. And Jason's just like, Jason is like 6'5". Yeah. He's built like a fucking pro wrestler. <laughs> and he's hiding underneath a hammock just <laughs> waiting for her to lie back down so that he can pull off his mom's greatest hit. Yeah. Because she does the Kevin Bacon kill, kind of. Kind of. Not through the throat, no, but like a... Right around there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hey, a bacon kill. And, uh, yeah, the stoners then notice that the, the power's out. And, like, hey, can you go down to the big, scary basement? Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I don't want to go out to that basement, man. They keep all kinds of weird shit in there. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what could happen in a basement when the lights are off, man. Yeah, man. Did you ever and see so... Friday the 13th Part 2? Nothing yeah, happened man. like that, but, I mean, could have. Yeah, you can go down to the basement. It's full of water, man. Yeah. And, uh, whoa, hey vintage pornography <laughs> choice <laughs> well, it's, that it's like an old rug, man it's like old yeah it's like you know all the stuff that you keep in your basement mm-hmm. random <clears throat> fucking stuffed animals <laughs> yeah mannequins uh saws yeah yeah really terrifying unsafe power uh, equipment <laughs> And vintage porn. Right there. Right on the wall. Proudly displayed so that anyone that has to put in a fuse at least gets this a is, show. This truly is a haven for Higgins's. <laughs> yeah. 
the hey the Higginses they have a lot of qualms, and one of the things they like to do, aside from not buying horses, just the hay for them. They go out there and they make hay, and they buy vintage porn to decorate their basements. Weird bunch, the Higginses. That's if I ever have a basement, I'll decorate it with vintage pornography. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Jason's there, and throws him, throws our stoner dude into the into the fuses which causes him to be electrified yeah <laughs> no he's electrified now he's actually a super villain he'll yeah. fight spider-man he's stoner electro yeah and uh yeah which is weird because stones don't normally conduct electricity <laughs> immune to electric attacks but uh hey and uh yeah, Chili. I guess we're going with Chili. Mm-hmm. She like Shelly opens the door, and I'm like, "Holy shit! Shelly is still alive from having his throat slit. Is that because he's so full of hot air?" <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you're playing another one of your tricks, tricks, Shelly." And he's just like gasping and, and falls over, and then like she notices, like, "Oh no, Shelly's dead!" And she like goes into his chat, like, like Brenda handstand preggers shelly's dead he like walks up the stairs and like oh he's dead he's dead <laughs> he's just like goes into full histrionics <laughs> like, she doesn't go that far but he's dead <laughs> Shelly's dead. She just opens every door like he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. dead. She grabs a bell and she's dead. dead. It starts ringing on the phone. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) Crystal Lake News. Dead. And Jason's just waiting downstairs, and he grabs a poker, and he's just like, "I have had enough of this bitch." And just stabs her with the fucking flaming hot poker. Also and she stabbed. No, and she's stabbed and she's like, Dead! <laughs> He's dead now, I'm dead. Oh, oh everyone's dead. <laughs> We're all dead. And uh, uh, yeah, this is, I think, the first time we <laughs> noticed that the doors and windows just randomly fly the fuck open. All the time. Yeah. She get that checked out in your house. Yeah, really. It's not that, very, uh, that's very havenly for Higgins's. Uh, and uh, yeah, then uh, Rick and and Chris, remember them? Uh, they come back and they're like, "Oh man, the place is abandoned. They got burnt popcorn. What the fuck's going on here? There's no power." <laughs> oh, they must be playing some kind of prank. Shelley must have uh, trick got them all into pulling some sort of mass prank. And Rick goes outside. Oh, man, Rick does not deserve this. So Jason grabs his head Mm. and then squeezes like Rob on. Squeeze. (laughs) Squeeze. Squeeze. And uh, his eye just flies right out at the camera. It's probably the coolest thing this movie has going for it. Yeah, that would be like the, the best of the 3D like that's the stuff people want 
People don't want fucking nah. yo-yos and apples. <laughs> no, give me some popcorn. <laughs> fucking the the ends of fucking shovels or whatever. Like my favorite part was the baseball bat that was being swung by the kid, mm-hmm. and the pole that Harold had at the beginning with his his laundry. Yeah, Harold handling his laundry pole. My God, yeah, <laughs> that was so fucking metal. It's it's like. The best kill in this movie, mm-hmm. I think. And now we begin our final girl circuit, which lasts a very, very long time. <sighs> yeah. The wind starts blowing everything open. Doors, windows, everything. This is the first one that doesn't have a rainstorm at Crystal Lake, but it has a wicked wind. Yeah, there's a, it's a windstorm going on. And uh, she starts yelling for Rick. And uh, as if on cue, Jason throws Rick through the window. Mm -hmm. Just right through that bitch. And she's like, Rick, are you okay? And she shakes him and then she touches the side of his head and brains. Oh, wow. Rick normally had so much more uh, head head dimension than this. (laughs) And so she decides to go to the only place that you could possibly think to go. The second floor. Yes. So up the spiral staircase she goes to the second floor without any means of escape. And so she drops books on Jason. Yep, and that, that stops him for a whole five seconds. Yeah, and so she goes into a room with no windows or anything and hides. Mm-hmm. I said it's a laundry room. I can't remember which room it is. Because she hides in a bunch of different rooms on the second floor, right? Yeah, she well, well she like hides she in one. She closes one door and then she hides in like the clo- I think that's a closet, right? Where she finds Deborah, the pregnant lady, or the Yeah, that's where that's where she finds Preggers. And she screams but still continues to hide cuz like maybe she didn't hear my scream. Yeah. And then she looks maybe. through the keyhole and uh, he totally heard it. Oh yeah, and then he decides that you know what I like? The shining. And he decides to just shining his way through the door. And, and the at- door looked like it was made of cardboard. Higgins they all the money went to hay. <laughs> well, they spent yeah, all the money's on hay. So all the all, every everything yeah. is just made of the cheapest material possible. The hay budget's insane. Fuck we you. can't have any interior doors, no. all right? <laughs> and windows and that close, forget about it. Chris then takes the knife out of Preggers's back mm-hmm. and uses <laughs> it to stand uh, Jason in the hands. Just uh, made it sound like there was just she was betrayed somehow, but that's literally what happened. No, that's literally what she does. Like, yeah, she takes the knife out of Preggers' back and like, oh yeah, Preggers, you were just like a side character to me. <laughs> yeah, and and then she decides to go out the fucking window. Like she goes like past Jason because he he gets double stabbed. Yep, and and, and then she's uh, like, he's like, ow, and then she yeah. Uh, she finds the nearest uh, <clears throat> window, throws like a chair through it, right? And then she yeah. hops out, and then Jason... Jason uh, catches it, like, tries yeah. to catch her. But, like, what's weird to me is that she goes past Jason, but then, like, why would you want to go down, like, a two-story building through the window? That sounds like know. the worst way you she can think of. She doesn't make a lot of good decisions in her final uh, run. No, like... Of all of them, like, she doesn't make it... She's no Jenny, right? No, no. Jenny uh, at least had a plan. Well, not really, but... 
yeah, it, and her jacket rips, and then she falls, and is okay. Like mm-hmm. she falls, she sticks the landing. She yep. rolls a she rolls a twenty on her acrobatics. She's fine, but then realizes that Jason has to go out the front door. There's two entrances to this building, by yes. the way. So she grabs a log and then assaults Jason with the log. Yep. And then's like, okay, no man could survive being hit with books, a knife, and a log. I'm <laughs> ready to escape with the van. And she takes the van and uh, goes uh, about as far as that bridge. She almost runs over Jason, too, who dodges out of the way. I mm-hmm. thought that was interesting. I was expecting Jason to just kind of hit the van yeah. and just smash it. But no. Um, and, and then she, yeah, good. Oh no! And then she gets to the <clears throat> gets to the bridge, but uh, lo and behold, there's no gas. And she just starts panicking, like, "What's it? What do I do? What do I do?" And yeah. then she's like, "Oh, the reserve!" And yeah. she flips the switch, but Jason's already there, right? Uh, and I was like, "Wait, well, she you had even the... more fucking gas?" Yeah, she has a reserve of gas that she doesn't hit. But what stops her is she hits that, but the bridge is so old and shitty and just made of planks that the one of the wheels cracks through and it makes all the stop. money went to hay. <laughs> all the money went to hay. <laughs> that horse, my beloved dream horse, Higgins Haven for a horse. <laughs> my haven, my haven for some hay and a horse. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I gotta make use of that uh, fucking literary. I went to school, damn it. Uh, and Jason decides to go grab through the window, and she just rolls the window up and catches Jason's hands <laughs> in the window. It looks like he's like a toddler. Uh, yeah, uh, just, <laughs> like, what? How is that stopping him? I yeah, I I thought the same thing. I was like, "What the fuck is literally and, wrong?" And with the you? only thing, the only way you can think to get out of it is smashing his head through it and breaking yeah. the glass. Yeah, just smash his fuck. Well, he's wearing a mask now. He's got protective equipment. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, he's. Uh, so she goes back to the barn and hides in the rafters, mm-hmm. and trying not to make a sound as more bodies. She's noticing this is where Jason's keeping the bodies. And I believe she starts losing her balance. Yeah, something like that. Like, she just starts... Well, she just... At first, like, you see her on the rafter, and she's straddling it. And yeah. And holding it real tight. And then she just starts turning. So it's like, is, is it just that so fucking... You seem like you had a pretty good grip on it, but it just seems like she's just like, oh, no, I'm sliding. I'm sliding. Yeah, and then she just decides to do, like, a flying nothing onto Jason. Yeah. By God. By God. And... <laughs> And, She's uh, yeah, broken the, half. Yeah, and and then decides to bonk him over the head with a shovel. Yep. And uh, then uh, she, after she bonks him on the second floor, because they keep fighting up to that second floor, mm. she uh, puts the hayride thing. Or I don't know. I don't. The rope. Yeah. It's the hay maneuver device. <laughs> it's the it's the pulley which they used to rack up those thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of hay into the top second floor of the barn. She puts that around his neck and she hangs that motherfucker, which was pretty metal. Yeah. And, uh, Jason's just hanging there and, uh, she's like thinking that it's, you know, pretty done. And she goes over and opens the door. And of course the door is where she could see him. 
and Jason just gets like looks at her and then grabs the rope and then starts climbing it and she's like, Holy shit, how there's no way you could survive what for that. What the fuck is this guy? Uh and then the biker attacks him. Yeah. Ollie is not dead. He was just clubbed and he gives it his all. And it all amounts to getting his hand cut off and then getting fucking machete to death. Oh, yeah. He just gets repeatedly macheted. Um, it, it's not really much of a... She, he buys her, like, a second. Yeah, which she uses to grab an axe and axes him in the head. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, this is something you'll note throughout the rest of the movie, Staten. Yeah, he keeps the... the he mask, keeps, keeps the, the... Keeps the chunk out of it. Yeah. So... Continuity, everybody. That's right. Um, and now, uh, Jason defeated. She has nothing to do but to, you know, whatever. What what else is there to do but go to sleep in a canoe? Yeah, and to follow in the footsteps of other final girls. Well, at least the first final girl, and wait out onto that shitty lake, and uh, then notice that uh, Jason's bashing on the window. Oh, yeah. Well, he has no mask. Because we saw, she lifts up the mask, and Jason's face is entirely different. Yeah. And uh, he actually looks more, like, adorable than... I don't know why. I'm just like, that's not really that... Well, he looks like the fucking guy from the Goonies. Yeah, exactly. And he's, like, going and slobbering at the window, and he's like, girl, girl! And he's, like, going up, like... And he breaks down the door like he's the fucking Kool-Aid man. He's just like, oh, yeah! (laughs) Fucking runs right through it. Yeah. And then... Oh, that was all a dream. Oh, he's not there. Yeah. And then Jason's mom comes up and grabs her. Yeah. What a twist. This is never brought up or done at anything again, but isn't that weird? And uh, the cops then arrive and are like, yeah, that poor girl, she's, she's just completely lost it. Yep, her mind's completely shattered from this experience. And she looks it. She looks like she's about to be put in Arkham Asylum. Yeah, no, she's not in a good place. Uh, this is... Uh, pretty tragic of an ending if you care about chris i don't but she's lost it Mm -hmm. and uh yeah then as she drives away we cut to the body jason's body is lifeless and then there's just a stillness through camp crystal lake and the movie ends and then disco picks up yeah this movie's ass yeah it's not good um not good at all uh Probably, I don't know. I still, I like it better than the first one, if only because I think some of the kills are a little bit more fun. Well, everything's better than the first one, but this is just, I'm not going to rank them, but I would say that, like, so far, the second one still sucks, but I think the second one might, just because (laughs) Ralph's still there. Yeah. uh, You know. I don't know, but it is just like a slog, it feels like. It's nice that he has a mask, that's nifty, but beyond that, if you've seen him once, you've seen this one. Yeah, it's a totally skippable, like, aside from that, if he didn't pick up his iconic mask in this, like, it'd almost be just like a complete waste. Honestly, you could... I would say still, like, if you're going to watch them, you could just skip right to this one even. Yeah. Um, I'd still say just start with two. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but next time on this, I, I don't know if I can talk Dayton into it. We might get double up. We might. Who knows? 
uh, and do part four, the final chapter. It's the last one. The last I... one. Mm-hmm. We promise. <laughs> Scouts Otter. Jason Incorporated will put everything into the final chapter. It's the last chapter. Final one. Corey Feldman's there. Crispin Glover's there. It's great. It's great stuff. Good times. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll continue throughout that, uh, doing these, peppering them throughout, getting Dayton's continued tolerance for the uh, 80s slasher classics. Yeah. Just just until until Dayton taps. Until <laughs> Dayton taps. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But until then, I'm Devin. I am Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Peace.